We welcome Rich Kwasiborski, the series director, as well as a 2013 Midwest Supercomp Series Hall of Fame inductee to the show today. Rich, welcome to the program. Thank you. Uh, first, for the listeners that maybe aren't informed or not sure what it is, tell us real quickly a little bit about Midwest Supercomp Series. What is it, Rich? Midwest Supercomp Series is a uh, group of racers that race in the NHRA class called Supercomp, which is a heads-up pro tree uh, racing with a 8.90 index. We have to race. Um, we cannot go any faster than 8.9 seconds, or we uh, break out and we lose. Uh, the reason behind this class when it started was to give guys with uh, dragsters and alters and a few door cars uh, the ability to race in a class that was at the time in 1988 going 8.9 seconds was pretty fast and uh, the reason for the index is so the guy who has all the money and can go real fast isn't the winner it's sort of like takes a, it's like in bowling where the handicap system works and rich how did the series come to be the series came to be by uh, three gentlemen uh, back in uh, 1987. They started talking about it. That would have been Mark Warden, uh, Rob Harrington from the Cordova area, and Mike Sacco from the Chicago area got together. And uh, because it was expensive in the travel and the time off from work to go to the NHRA division races, and um, they wanted to put something together where it would be more local, where, you know, the guys who could, couldn't get off from work or, you know, didn't have the funding to be traveling, have a place to race. And so your origins, Rich, I've, I've heard stories, but tell us about your first experience with Midwest Supercomp. Okay, uh, it was in May of 1988 was our first scheduled race at Union Grove, Wisconsin. And we had 16 cars that showed up. And me and my brother, who uh, owned the car together, we were fortunate enough to win that very first race. And that set the hook for me. Well, and as they say, the rest is history. Now, you're not just operating or promoting the series, Rich, but you're also a racer as well. Uh, can you just speak real quickly to the positives of, I guess, racing and working at the same time at the track? And uh, if there are any negatives, what are those? Okay, well, with our uh, series schedule and that, we, we get two races for one tow. We race a full race on Saturday usually in a full race on Sunday. Uh, we're a very, well, I mentioned bowling league earlier, and we I'd like to compare us to a bowling league is in the fact that we race against each other and we're tough on each other on the racetrack, but the friendships and everything that goes on after the races, during the races when people need uh, parts or help fixing their car to get to the next round. 
uh, and the friends I've made for life over, oh, geez, we're in our 32nd year, uh, that that takes precedent over the racing. And how do you juggle, Rich, promoting the series as well as being a competitor in it as well? Uh, it's not hard because at, in the beginning it was tough because there we had a like sort of streamline the way we do things. Uh, there were rules, you know, that were always trying to get bent. But after a while, we straightened all that stuff out. So yes, there is some, um, more. Obviously, there's work promoting it. But at the racetrack, I'm and thanks to my brother being able to work on the car between rounds while I take care of uh, coming to the tower, getting the ladders, telling everybody who they're racing and that. It, it works out. It's a good partnership for us. Well, you already touched on it, Rich. You said this is the 32nd year of Midwest Supercomp, and you guys really went big this year. And I'm talking about the Don's Auto Parts Supercomp shootout that you held at Byron Dragway back in June, a $5,000-to-win race. Uh, courtesy of Don's Auto Parts with Tony and Carlo Pontillo putting their support behind it. What does that mean for the series when you guys put on uh, a big special event like that in your 32nd year? Well, what it means is uh, its main purpose, and this was on uh, Tony and Carlos' part, that they suggested, you know, and asked if we would do it. And, um, of course, with that kind of money, that they were putting in, you know, it was a positive thing. And its purpose was to hopefully attract more racers to our group. You know, instead of uh, the loyal following we have, to get some more guys uh, and girls out, see the way we do things, and, um, you know, hopefully they'll come and it'll increase our... Uh, car counts and our races what we pride ourselves in is our um, payouts are based on the number of entries and a hundred percent of what we collect which is a hundred dollar entry is uh, paid back to the racer every penny we don't uh, there's no money kept for uh me getting paid for doing anything or anything like that. Uh, sponsorship money, it all goes back to the racers. In uh, end of the year payouts uh, and awards at our banquet, we paid to the top 10. First place always has get, gotten $1,000 minimum to the winner plus uh, sponsor gift certificates and things of that ilk. Well, it seems like just yesterday, Rich, we were trying to find a date to do that $5,000 race, and here we are already coming up to the season finale for Midwest Super Comp this weekend, September 21st through the 22nd. Uh, give us a preview, Rich, for this weekend. Uh, are there any points battles uh, coming down to the wire? Uh, I know you have some specialty oh. races as well and uh, some other special festivities this weekend, so give us a preview for the weekend ahead. Okay, uh, in the points uh, battle for this here, um, let's see, Ben Bear driving Greg Kalanick's King's Ransom 2 Dragster has got a pretty good hold on first place. Um, 
if somebody has a great weekend and they have a terrible weekend, they could be overtook. But the odds are that won't happen. But between second and tenth place, it's up for grabs. Uh, there's four cars, I think, that uh, are within a, excuse me, a round of second place. And we've got two uh, days to race. So the points uh, battle is in real flux. And it's going to be interesting. On Saturday, this was a uh, program that uh, got Mike Nolan, who's uh, grandson Jack Nolan runs in the junior program. He raced in Super Comp, and he has the idea that we should have a loyalty shootout, meaning put up money for the racers that race, came to the most races and during the year. And the, what it turns out is the top eight racers who came to the you know most races and are in the points in the top eight. And they run dirt time runs right out of the trailer on Saturday for a, a combined purse of $1,000. Doesn't cost anything more to race. You know, you're going to be making time runs anyway. So this has been a real positive thing. And, you know, reward the people that uh, support us. If I can find enough funding on uh, Sunday, then. We have a race that um, we call Last Chance Shootout. Same thing during the time runs on Sunday morning. It's to the top eight racers who came to the most races that uh, have never made it to a final round this year. They weren't a winner, weren't a runner-up. So this makes one more person that can go home and say, I want a race. So, uh, you know. Because there's nothing better than, you know, being able to come home, tell the family, hey, I won. Well, Rich, that's always the fun thing about the Midwest Supercom Series and what you guys really excel at is you don't just put a race on, but you go the extra mile, you make it special, and as you mentioned before, the family atmosphere, the camaraderie amongst the racers, truly a special series. So, Rich, we thank you for spending a few minutes with us today and we look forward to the season finale this weekend september 21st through the 22nd out at byron dragway rich thank you okay thank you looking so much forward to you guys you you take care of us like nobody else and we really really have fun and appreciate the racing at byron and once again the friendships we've made racing at byron Fantastic. Rich, we will see you this weekend.